Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, One Unsure Side-Eye at a Time. I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today are Andrew and Kester Dorowski from Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Hello. Hello. Hi. Glad to have you back. Yeah. Real quick, before we get into today's minute, I found a note I had written down for yesterday's minute, and I'm so upset I missed it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. When they're looking at the maps, Faramir says, <laughs> Gondor is weak. And I wanted to bring that up so I could hear Norman say the great Elrond line. <laughs> Men are weak. It's like he's channeling Elrond, but talking about the entire country. <laughs> Gondor is weak. <laughs> Gondor is You know weak. what? I, I think I forgot to write that down, too, because it made me laugh. Because we, like, get on Elrond so much about saying that. I know. <laughs> Men, are, Men are weak. Yeah. <sighs> okay, but now I'm ready for today's minute. <laughs> so we're talking. We're talking about minute 137, which starts with Frodo finishing his line from yesterday. He says, "We are hobbits of the Shire." Frodo Baggins is my name, mm-hmm. and it ends with uh, Faramir kind of considering what Frodo has just said. Yes. In a not so happy looking way. He looks teary. Looks yeah, a it's little a little teary. sad. Yeah, a little sad, a little distant. He his his whole posture just Very instantly angry. changes. Yeah, he's not happy. Mm-hmm. I have I have some some notes from the commentary that are a little happier before we get into not so happy things. Okay. okay. Uh, so David Wenham was cast because they just thought he looked kind of like Sean Bean, and they wanted someone that looked like Sean Bean to play his brother. Makes sense. And he was once voted Australia's sexiest man. (laughs) All right. That's not a bad list to be on. Nope. I mean, I'm sure that's a list where you get the likes of Hugh Jackman and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. So if you made it onto that list, you're in decent company. If right, you know, if you're one of those winners, you you have an you're part of an elite group. (laughs) Who've all been in action movies and like I'm amazed that that David Wenham hasn't showed up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe somewhere. Yeah, he has. He's in. He's uh, uh isn't he in the, Iron Fist? The punchy one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the I villain. Didn't, I didn't he's watch the bad it. Guy in that. I met but... in the movies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that he was the bad guy in that. Yeah, I haven't. I don't want to see him either. as a bad guy. I like him as a good guy. Yeah, he's probably the best part of Iron Fist. I am intrigued by him as a bad guy but i'm also like scared so and also i haven't heard good things about iron fist at all so i'm probably not gonna yeah. watch it i i tried i guess i had scrubbed <laughs> most of it from my memory because i forgot david one was there <laughs> <laughs> that's sad i don't know it's there's something about it just makes me so just intensely disinterested while i'm watching it <laughs> in this minute i noted I really like the kind of quilted fabric armor that Faramir has. Like the undershirt that's all quilty. I'm like, that's like a good touch for when he's not fully armored. Yeah, because you would wear a you would wear a quilted doublet underneath. But he's a mm-hmm. boy. 
you don't want that's, chain that's what it secretly means. They didn't want chain mail. It would make it. It would. It would be incongruous. Too, too hard. Well, I don't think many people in this scene are wearing a lot of metal because then they'd have to play with the sound of metal armor and the sound of the waterfall. Well, and also, waterfalls and like are a, really tricky in sound design. They're and in a secret like, hideout, so yeah. Like, and yeah. this is a sneaky crew, so I don't think they're probably doing a lot of chainmail in general when they're like hooded in the yeah. forest. Yeah. Right. It's probably they still want to be. They still want to be armored, even when they're in their hideout, because mm-hmm. you never know what could happen. Yeah. The, <laughs> but, the what Easterlings and Southrons. But um, by the yeah. thousands. <laughs> but you don't want to be too heavy. Yeah. Um, plated. But yeah, I, the, I the like production team. I like the complaints stuff. about the. Complains about the waterfall. Oh, the, the sound design of waterfalls in movies in general. That's funny. Waterfalls and are tricky. Thing. They never quite sound natural, and if you were to do them at the proper volume for the volume of water, you wouldn't be able yeah. to hear anything in the scene. Right. Speaking of not sounding natural, Frodo chooses some weird sentence construction in his little speech. Amen. I am Frodo Baggins. Like, Frodo Baggins like, is my Fr- name. Frodo, Frodo Baggins is my name. And then, like, when he starts listing off the um, the fellowship. It seems it, almost like... It's supposed to be poetic, but it seems awkward. Yeah. To me, it sounds... I'm pretty sounds... sure that's lifted straight from the book. Yeah, yeah and I think me, that like is it, the it case. sounds like it maybe should have been delivered, like, more stilted, like someone who's nervous about being questioned, like they remember things as they go. Uh-huh. But this mm-hmm. is delivered in, like, a... Like very straight in a very straightforward way. And yeah, I'm it's, not it's sure recited. Is, right, where like yeah. the, the line there were there were two others of my of my kin, a, a dwarf and an elf also. Like it should be like that instead of just. But it's not recited. like he's not like because he knows. But the the syntax yeah. of that sound like feels like that's how that like should stuttery. be said. Yeah. Yeah, but or or that Frodo should be talking like that more often, and a lot of the time he. Speaks a little more plain. Yeah. And this is yeah. a little, like, this language is a little bit gilded for how nervous he should be. Yeah. If it, if it is lifted from, directly from the book, that would make sense because it seems, like you said, like something that would be recited or, like, someone about to tell, like, the beginning of a story from a storyteller yeah, is kind is, of what it sounds like. This is like a, like a written thing way more than a spoken thing. Yeah. Um, it, so it sounds a little funky. Even, even from, like, Frodo Baggins is my name. It's like, yeah. all right, Frodo. Like you're being yeah, a little weird. Yeah, I expect weird. him to like burst into song. Right, like get some John Jacob Jingleheimer <laughs> shit yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, is it is it supposed to is it supposed to rhyme more? Is it supposed to be like a little more lyrical? But then it's like, no, he's really just like trying to describe the fellowship. And it's like, okay, it's a little odd. It what what? It, and it's he like... only names two other people in his list. Yeah, like names them. Yeah, well, it it seems like. And he, like it, like a narrator, like beginning a show or something. Yeah. Like, like here's the, the cast. Here's the, here's the cast. Here's the story. Let me introduce you just a little bit so you, we can get right in. The I'm wizard Frodo. and the rest, like the like it's yeah. just the beginning of Gilligan's <laughs> Island, but it's the the fellowship. <laughs> um, yeah, and like he's weirdly vague about Gandalf. He's like one we lost in mortar. He's like okay, but you named everyone else's race. Why didn't you say his? Yeah, you know, or or class, I guess. I mean, well, no, he he goes with race. Yeah, yeah. wizards. In, wizard, in... yeah, wizard is a race in, in Middle Earth. In in Middle Earth, there are only five of them. They're very rare. <laughs> um, they're endangered. So, yeah, one might the, say. Oh. 
the structure for how he describes the fellowship, I think, is a little odd. And I think Faramir should be like, what's this guy's deal? Mm-hmm. I want to talk to the gardener. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, so, so. so this is the minute that you specifically requested. Yeah. Um, and I guess I had misremembered it because in my mind, I remember Faramir being more taken aback at Sam's um, like retort. Because mm-hmm. Frodo says who he is and he says, you know, this is Sam. And Faramir, like, the way I remember it was that Faramir was a little more, like, harsh and being like, oh, your bodyguard, like, a little more taunting. Like, you guys are basically child-sized and a little more mocking. Uh And then when Sam says his gardener, I remember Faramir being more, like, halted and like, okay, sorry. Like, (laughs) my mocking did not pay off. (laughs) And that is not how it actually is. Like, it is not the way I remembered it when when watching it again. I'm like, I don't know why I remembered that so differently. I think that there's a... I think there's something to be said for the way that Sam responds to that. Yeah. His gardener. Yeah, like, Sam's being like, hey, man, like, what's your problem? I'm just a gardener, okay? Like, we're not pretending to be warriors, okay? We're Which, just hobbits. When when Faramir said says who are you like his his bodyguard it it's like like he's accusing them of being children playing like make-believe or something and and sam's like like, no really they're definitely way older than faramir is yeah Yeah. (laughs) like they're like probably twice faramir's age um old because they're i mean maybe 30 or something yeah like 30 ish maybe like not 40 Unless he's unless he's a ranger, then he's like <laughs> then he's like eighty. <laughs> I know he's five years younger than Boromir, but yeah, then I I mean maybe even in his late twenties. You know, I could I could say early thirties, late twenties, um, but not really late thirties, I would guess, because you know he's like active in the military. He's not commanding from behind the lines, right? Well, it'd be. He wouldn't be able to stand it being so close to his father. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but yeah, like Frodo and Sam are like way older than he is. And he's treating them like children. Yeah, because in the books, Frodo is, you know, like 50 something. Right. Do you think he knows that, that they were hobbits before? I don't think because I don't think he knows much about hobbits. Much about ho- cause because like, just like Boromir. They're just, they're just small, a lot smaller than he is. So he's like, probably Boromir like, oh, I'm going like to treat you like too. a child because... One, you look younger than I do, even though you're older than me. And mm. also, you're a lot shorter. Yeah. Like, you are child size. Yeah. And, like, when Boromir tossles Frodo's hair, like, that's really weird. When it's like, okay, this guy's, like, 20 years older than you, Boromir. <laughs> well, Yeah, he's, in, like, in his mid-30s. Not in the context of the movies, for he, sure. Yeah. Faramir's, like, in his mid-30s. He died at age 120 and ruled as steward of Gondor slash Prince of Athelion for 84 years. So okay. he was 36 when the War of the Ring ended. Okay, so so yeah, mid, mid-30s here, but Frodo still got 20 years on him. Right, yeah. Which is, like, weird to think about. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Their that's, life experiences have been very different. That's the difference between me and my mom, basically. <laughs> just Frodo, Frodo should just be like, hey, whippersnapper, I'm old enough to be your dad. <laughs> Like, how old is Denethor? 
And how old is Pippin? That makes that dynamic seem really weird, too. <laughs> I mean, Pippin's really... Pippin is, like, really young, even for hobbits, right? Yeah. Pippin's, yeah. like, a... Like a so he's, 20? like... Yeah, Pippin's oh, like pretty really young. young. Yeah, Pippin's like quite child. young. Okay. Yeah. Denethor so, is, so, like, almost 90 or something like that. Like, I... Because th- he's, like, 10 they, years uh, old. They have, him, they have him late in Middle-earth. Yeah. Because Denethor is about 10 years older than Theoden. And Theoden's around 70. Mm-hmm. Denethor okay. was 89 when he dies. So, yeah. Denethor is 89 years old. So he was 50-something when Faramir was born? Yeah, what's 89 minus 36? Uh, 53. 53. So yeah, he was 53 when Faramir was born, and 48 when Boromir was born. So yeah, he had his kids late. (laughs) Yeah, Middle Earth has a different dynamic than the modern day. Mm -hmm. All the the kings lived to be super old. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and even if Faramir made it to 120, it's like, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, but yeah, Theoden like, is still fighting combat at 70. Yeah, he's like 76. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's, he's still weird. There. He seems to be a, an awfully spry 76. Right? Imagine like, him in his prime at the yeah. young age of like 28, 30. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a very spry 76. Like, Denethor is not as spry. But still spryer than I think 89 should be. At least 13 years older than Theoden. Yeah, he's, so... He's lost all that spryness. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I was just realizing that. And, like, this dynamic is really weird to have Faramir treating the, like, children. Um, even though they've genuinely had twice as much life experience. Right, but they look like children. Yeah, so he really just doesn't respect that does that make it which better, i mean though? almost nobody ever does i don't know um it doesn't it but, doesn't make it better he's just disrespecting them because they're small <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. yeah and like generally faramir seems very respectful and so it's weird to get like this moment of disrespect and i feel like i like the way i remember it better where it puts it more in his place when sam says like no i'm his gardener and yeah we're here doing our stuff okay like don't be sassy. <laughs> I think that this is all still very much posturing until Frodo's like, there was a dwarf and an elf also, and two men. Mm-hmm. Aragorn, mm-hmm. son of Arathorn, and Boromir of Gondor. Yeah, I and think the it's, posturing I think really it's really interesting away. that he says Aragorn, son of Arathorn. I think that shows how much Frodo respects Aragorn. Mm-hmm. But also, is that just him trying to see if someone in the South knows what that means? Because people in the council chamber seemed to. <laughs> yeah, it, it mattered yeah. to them. It's like, hey, this is a big deal. Aragorn, um, son of Arathorn? Uh, Anybody? Isildur's uh, heir? Strider, maybe? Do you know him by that name? <laughs> and Boromir um, of Gondor. But, yeah, when it gets to Boromir, and then it zooms in on Faramir, um, at, and he, like... He changes. He changes. It's also the music cue that changes and Mm -hmm. makes it even more dramatic um, in a way. And it comes in at a really good, like, um, I don't know how to, like. It sets the tone. Yes. It it, it sets the tone. It comes in a lot softer and and then it, like, builds and builds. and, And it's just really, like. 
I'm, I'm, I'm at lost, like, I can't think of the right word to, to use, but... Yeah. Um, but, it, like, it, it expresses... The music also expresses the change in Faramir when mm-hmm. he realizes that yeah. Boromir was part of his... of Frodo's crew. It's like, was, were you a friend to Boromir? Well, I think that his demeanor <laughs> starts changing when Frodo mentions Rivendell. Yeah, because mm-hmm, he knows that's where he went. Yeah, yeah, he kind of... He shifts... And he's more interested in what they have to say now. And then as soon as he says Boromir, like his whole, um, whatever, the, like the mask, cogs click into place, yeah, whatever mask mm-hmm. he like threw up, like, I'm going to wear my intimidating mask today. Like that just falls away. <laughs> it's just like, well, hold up. Yeah. Were you a friend yeah. to Boromir? And I love the look on Frodo. I love the delivery of the line. Yes. For my part. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And like it. Like, Frodo, I'm pretty sure you're not convincing anyone that you were, like, pals. Because <laughs> they definitely were not. <laughs> right. Like, if he but was he asking Marion Pippin, like, were you a friend to Boromir? Marion Pippin would be like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> he taught us to fight. And and for Frodo, it's like, well, the last time I saw him, it was not good. And most of the rest of the time, I was pretty wary of him. But, and, and like, at this point, he doesn't know that he sacrificed himself, you know, it's, it's like, but, I mean, I don't want to say no. <laughs> like, I don't want right. to say that he gave me the creeps. Right. This is like in the Ghostbusters. You know, are you gods? Like, <laughs> like if somebody asks if you're a friend of Boromir, you say yes. You say yes. I, I like that he said, like, the way he says yes, because to me, it means that he's forgiven Boromir or that he realizes that most of his paranoia was probably tied into the ring as well. Yeah, he's yeah, very, like, it's yeah. not he doesn't he doesn't blame Boromir. But a it lot. does it does take him a, a minute to like Think say through yes. how he's yeah, gonna say through it. Through what right. he's gonna say and everything. So it's not exactly convincing anyways. Puts up the he... it's complicated on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> were you, were you friends? It's complicated. complicated. <laughs> yeah. We were supposed to be. He tried to kill me once. It's fine. He tried to kill me. I kicked him in the face. I ran away. <laughs> I mean, the last time I saw him, it wasn't great. And the last time I can think of it before then wasn't great. And the time before that in the snow wasn't great. Okay. Um, For my part. <laughs> For my part. <laughs> We're acquaintances. But at this moment he doesn't realize that he's but Yeah, he dead. doesn't he doesn't know it's his brother and he doesn't know that he died. Yeah. Um or how he died. Um So it's it's an interesting like conversation when we have so much information that nobody else in, in this moment has. Right. Yeah, and Vermeer also asks about uh where's your friend, the gangly one? I love the side eye that Sam gives Frodo. <laughs> Sam Sam gives Frodo so much side eye because Frodo like lies straight up and's like, okay, Frodo, you weren't super convincing when you were half lying about your friendship. <laughs> this is not convincing. It's like, no, if there was no one else, I no <laughs> gangly one. We are alone. And, Just... Well, okay, Frodo, his face as he as he says that no, we we were we're alone. Like he doesn't it... meet Faramir's eye at all, does he? don't think so but like it it's obvious that he's 
not telling the truth. Yeah, it's like it's like um no, alone. And then Gangly if you look one? at Sam who gives him <laughs> yeah. like the eye like, <laughs> like Sam's like why are you lying now? Yeah, like what? Okay. You've just like, like it's just obvious. told him all why, of our why names. Why is Frodo lying? Right? What does he hope to accomplish by lying? I don't know. About about Gollum. Like really? I'm I'm curious what his thought process is here. Like does he think if he says, "Oh, he ran off because he was scared and has, you know, a better sense of trouble than us. Mm-hmm. Well, that just makes them or, sound stupid. Yeah, or, like, I mean, I don't think it hurts him at all to say, yeah, he was there. I don't know where he went when you guys grabbed us. Yeah, he was our guy. I mean, we, we don't, we don't really have... gone. Yeah, it's like, we don't really have control over him. We were using him. I mean... He, but then Frodo Gollum. would have to admit that, yeah. and he doesn't want to. So it, yeah. he 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 would rather deny Gollum at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gollum, like he was a sketchy travel per- mate Any, uh, like, anyway. anyway, and so maybe he's like they just accused us of being orcish Orcs. spies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe having Gollum with us doesn't help that. Yeah. So maybe he was just <laughs> trying to. Play to but Faramir's hand. I, I mean, one, it's not convincing, and two, I just don't really know what Frodo's like game plan is. I don't think Frodo has a game plan. No. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this before. Like Frodo just wanted to walk right in through the front gate. Like Frodo <laughs> you wanted to just walk doing. into Mordor. <laughs> yeah. Bring us to the. He's black like Boromir gate. told you you couldn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, what does he tell Gollum? Gollum. What does he tell Gollum? Bring us to the Black Gate. Right. What does Gollum do? Bring them to the Black Gate. And immediately it's just like, this is a dumb idea, Frodo. <laughs> you never told me that you okay, wanted I'm to gonna get sneak in. in. <laughs> right, you I'm never told me you wanted to walk through the, through gate, the gate. Right behind an army <laughs> that <laughs> almost gonna... saw me. It's gonna be fine. They won't notice me. I'm I'll be a rock get in line again. and march right in. Okay, wait, if we if if I stand on Sam's back and we use our cloaks, they might think that we're one man. <laughs> <laughs> the the little rascals maneuver. The sneaking into an R-rated maneuver. Into an R-rated movie maneuver. Just like a big trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, a lot of the time Frodo doesn't seem to necessarily have a plan. He has an end site. Yeah, he has like an objective. Step one. But like, but what what percentage of the plan does he have at any given time? Fifteen like, percent. Okay, this is this is the end goal. And I'm not thinking at, at, at all like, how I'm going to get here, from here to there. I need to get there. I'm right. just. I'm going to put get one foot in front of the other. And... <laughs> Step one: get to Mordor. Step two. Throw the ring. <laughs> Step three: throw the ring in the volcano. Yeah, because he didn't even like think about like, okay, in Mordor, I have to get to the volcano. It's really okay. Get to Mordor. Once I'm in Mordor, well, I don't know, but then I'll get to the volcano. <laughs> What's but he's Step not two, thinking Frodo? about how to get to Mordor or how to get. Yeah, it, it's just get to Mordor. Okay, Mordor is there a straight the line? Can I take a straight line to Mordor? Where's no? the bus? <laughs> is there like a 945 most of the time it seems like if they can see like the fires of mount dune they're just walking towards it yep 
It's just a beacon. When, when they were on their own. It's like, okay, well, that's the destination. Better walk that way. Right. And that's how they got lost in Emin Muil. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they needed Gollum, and then they went to another way to get into Mordor, and didn't take that one, and then they go to another way, and then they got a detour towards Osgiliath. Frodo's not a good planner. Yeah, I don't he, know. I don't know. If what you're going he, on a trip, don't put Frodo in charge. Right? Don't make him in charge of your itinerary because you're just going to have yeah, a lot okay, of Yeah, okay. Road trip spaces. time. Hey, Frodo, how about you Bring handle the, the music? No, Sam is Or snacks. something. Yeah, like Frodo's not even the snacks. Yet. Um, <laughs> hey, Frodo, you can come on the road trip. <laughs> that's That's about his level of. Like, involvement that I want. Hey, do you want to Because I don't want him with the map. I don't want him with the... I, like, I don't want him leading. I don't want him doing the snacks. It's like, but you can totally be there. You want to come with? He's in the back seat in the, on, the, on the driver's side. Because, like, back seat, passenger side is snack duty. And, like, mm-hmm. shotgun Back seat, is... driver's side <laughs> is music and, and everything. Yeah. Back seat, driver's side is, like... Well, scrunch up your knees a little bit. Make sure the driver yeah. has enough room. <laughs> you can just sit there, I guess. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like nap zone. Because you don't have any real responsibility there. <laughs> so what you're saying is Frodo should never have been given this responsibility. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I wish it had never come to him. <laughs> to paraphrase something from maybe the last minutes we were on. But... <laughs> You know, maybe it should have not been his responsibility. <laughs> Frodo has spirit. Maybe maybe he should have let Strider go with him. <laughs> yeah, I think that would have been a good play. Aragorn can, you know, fight orcs. <laughs> and he knows Lead how to, them like... through the wilderness. Yeah, he knows how to get to places. And plan. Mm-hmm. But if Aragorn had really gone with them, though, like, uh, the whole next movie, I don't know. Totally different. It'd be, it'd be weird. It'd be a very different story if if Aragorn's backup plan of, like, what, him, Frodo, Sam, and Gimli had happened? Yeah. That, that's a very different story. Not one I'm opposed to seeing, but different. Right. That Yeah, because Aragorn's plan was, well, me and Gimli can fight off pretty much anything. And we can't separate Sam from Frodo. He'll whine too much. So we have and to take him with us. He'd if, also worry and like... Well, I mean, you know, I can you need trust someone like to carry Frodo's bags. everybody else home. And Sam will carry Frodo's bags without complaining. Yeah. I think he's like the, 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 the main crux of leaving Legolas with everybody else is Legolas can get everybody else home. <laughs> yeah. And... I mean, unfortunately, that probably means no Rohan, which is, is it, that's a shame. And probably no Gandalf the White. Yeah, that just means that Gondor loses the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Well, but would they have been able to accomplish the goal before that battle? Maybe. Took place. Like, I, I'm, I'm curious about the timeline, but that's a, also a question I have for tomorrow, actually. <laughs> there, there is, the, the timeline makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole bunch of other podcasts on DuelingGenre.com, like The Protagonist Podcast, where you can also sometimes find Andrew's voice. (laughs) 
Only sometimes. Not on every well, episode. It increasing in frequency, it seems. <laughs> uh, the Doctor's Companion, which Cassandra is also on. Mm-hmm. There's also a couple of uh, audio dramas, Geek by Night and Immunities. You can also find the Hannibal Lecter podcast, Having a Friend for Dinner. Yeah, I always forget to mention that one because I still haven't added it to my notes. So there's a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff going on on DuelingGenre.com all the time, and you should check out those other shows. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 138. Hope everyone has a great Tuesday. Bye!